Hey, what's up, folks? It's time for B-Sticks Podcast. It's your boy in the place to be, Pasty. And it is, as always, the coolest cat in the land, Fat Mac. Yes, yes, yes. Man, we got a lot to talk about this week, but I think we could do it in a really, relatively quick fashion, especially since our predictions for Hell in a Cell should breeze right by. So let's yeah. start off at the top with what we do at the top, and that is pay homage to our sponsors, Qualities T-Shirt Co. of Wilmer, Minnesota, bringing you Wilmer Mania Part 2, as well as a lovely haunted house this Halloween season. Qualities T-Shirt Company is making the moves, and they're making the shirts for you to wear. Custom tees, sublimation, heat transfer, vinyl, and decals. Just shirts for any occasion, folks. He's got it on lock. Qualities. Check them out. And, uh, you know, it's October. Couldn't not give a shout-out to Monster Wear Clothing for all your small runner bulk orders on decals, stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, glassware, jerseys, and many other types and styles of fabrics. Along with custom graphics and local design services offered, Monster Wear Clothing is your one-stop shop a little bit closer to the Twin Cities than Wilmer, Minnesota. Hit them up. Ha! Hand-painted hockey mask season is back again. Of course it is. Love it. I guess that uh, brings us to uh, this week in pro wrestling, Pasty. Yes, it does, Fat Mac. On 10-03-1990, on WWF Saturday night's main event, fans got to see the premiere of Coco Beware's music video, Pile Driver, the title track of WWE's Pile Driver, the album. In the video, Koto explains that love is sometimes like an argument. Like a pile driver. The video for Pile Driver has a bunch of wrestlers working on a construction site, gawking at women passing by. You really haven't lived until you've seen Vince McMahon as the world's nerdiest construction worker. And in the middle of all this zany fun, Coco goes on about giving wrestlers brain busters, which are not, in fact, pile drivers. <laughs> I love of it. Of course. And, of course, this ties into a little project I did this week as I took to Spotify. And I put together a Beef Sticks podcast playlist called Grapple uh, Grapple Stock. And it is full of all the music from professional wrestlers I could find on Spotify. It's actually pretty massive. And it, it, it goes across all genres. If you want to check it out, do it. You'll probably regret it. Because they're better at wrestling than they are at making music. But it's there <laughs> for right. you. But it's it's fun and it's entertaining. It truly is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, yes. I suppose it would be that time to get into the weekly elite dirt sheet, folks. As AEW has debuted Dynamite this week. And it was a pretty good show. I've got some complaints. I do have to say they need to stop changing their announce teams because they never 
get long enough to find out how to gel. And by now, we should have had much more of a solid announced team than we did on Wednesday. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was hard. It was rough. Uh, JR was probably worse than he's been at most of the pay per views. Which um, is saying a lot. Yeah. I don't know. They need to. They need to find younger people. I think who love the product and haven't done it their whole lives. I know. Yeah, kind of like what, uh, kind of like what Raw has done with their announced team. Shake it mm-hmm. up with some younger fellers. Yeah. Shit. Uh, I mean, they did hire Chris Van Vliet to AEW. Why don't they have him? He's a good talker, at least. Yeah. Although. He's who did he? Know. He announced somebody. Oh, I think he was announcing Jay and Silent Bob at ringside or something. And and you know he's a talker. He's a good interviewer. But he like was trying to be a ring announcer and he like was loud about it and it sounded stupid as shit. <laughs> but I did mark out hard to see that uh, Jay and Silent Bob were there. I thought hey, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was dope. <laughs> Especially since they couldn't even get on the set of Hot Ones, so they had to make their own show called Not Ones. I don't know if you saw that. Kevin no. Smith released it on his on his YouTube channel and, and said they wanted to be on Hot Ones, but he, they couldn't get in. So figured they Kevin it was all the same. Not get into Hot Ones. I don't know. I think it was just a joke. I think maybe their time that's, time. I was just gonna. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's gotta be a joke because. I've seen much, much more C and D list celebrities on there than fucking Kevin Smith. Right. Uh, Hot Ones has some big names, but they're usually like the first two and last two episodes of the season. I do like the last that the last episode of the last two seasons has been professional wrestlers. Right, Jericho and then Stone Cold. Wonder if we get the Rock next. I doubt the Rock ever goes on there. He's too big. I feel like you'd have to get Cena first, and I don't see Cena eating hot wings on that show either. <laughs> uh, but that's not, neither here nor there, nor AEW. Nor um, anywhere. All in all, I'd say, like I said, the show, pretty damn solid. Cody and Sammy Guevara kicked it off in, in a very strong fashion. Uh, I thought it was a really good match. Some people said uh, Sammy Guevara's timing was off, but I thought he was super fluid in everything that he he did. Um, and, and Cody, I mean, he's so he's he's got his style so set. I don't think he really makes mistakes, but he doesn't really do anything new or flashy either. Right. Uh, he just kind of has his match, and he has his match with with everybody. Uh huh. And then did you hear about Moxley putting Omega through a glass coffee table at the end? Oh, yeah, I seen that. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I like that. that. And then Tony Khan comes out in an interview right afterwards, and they're like, well, he is on company insurance. (laughs) So that's like, okay, if you get the company insurance, they're going to attempt to kill you because they're going to get their money's (laughs) worth, motherfucker. (laughs) I guess. Uh it, it's, it's, I, I like that, though. It's it's interesting. I think he, they're uh, already... I, I wish they would hold back on the Tony Khan. They don't need him at all on TV. He's if, not, if they, a, not a it, television personality, and you have you have vice pre, you have uh, executive vice presidents, the Bucks, Cody, and 
Kenny Omega. So you already have authority figures mm-hmm. that are on screen. I don't. They need to keep Tony off completely, at least until like a couple years down the road. Yeah. And make it mean something. Make it big. Make it like, oh shit, something so huge happened that actually Tony's coming out to deal with it. You know. <clears throat> I do. I do like the fact that he gives interviews after the shows, though. I think that's kind of an like important it. thing. I mean, it, I it's better than him being part of the show. And I know he's, well, he's been in the ring a couple of times, but it's not like a McMahon being in the ring by any means. You know, he's not, he not out there flexing his power. He shouldn't be anywhere in front of a camera. That's not his job. His job is to give them money to make their show. Bottom line. See, and I, I think that's what he wants, too. I think he wants to not be on the camera, but I think I think Cody and Bucks and probably Omega, too, like, want to drag him on camera because they're – thankful for what he's done you know what i mean oh con wants like, to be off camera as much as uh dixie carter wanted to be off camera i can almost guarantee you that you think There's so no question there. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> he, dude he grew up a pro wrestling fan you're gonna tell me he doesn't fucking live to fucking be on camera on a pro wrestling show <laughs> i don't buy that for a second <clears throat> that's his childhood dream right there <laughs> And then I'd have to say my, my second cringiest moment of AEW was probably the end when Jericho and his new crew of former LAX members, Sammy Guevara and uh, uh, Jake Hager, who who um, they kept calling Jack Hager, like Jake Swagger. Well, <laughs> they, should, they, should make a, they should do a tag team with Jack Hager in fucking pack. <laughs> Everybody says pack on AEW. Every single well, buddy. So maybe maybe you've been it. saying it wrong the whole time. And and he has been saying it wrong the whole time. And every <laughs> he ever wrestled for has said it wrong the whole time. Dragon Gate doesn't know how to say his name. Well, maybe that's their way of making him their own character. You know, it's it's a different maybe, name. Maybe the announcers suck, and we need to do something about. It. <laughs> The announce team yeah. is just that terrible, and then everybody else backstage is like, oh, we got a cover for the announce team because JR <laughs> right. is supposed to be the greatest of all time. Uh, yes. So I, I suppose I can get into some of the news now. And by the way, Pasty, I have um, I have brought up um, our OneNote on my television, so I actually have full screen OneNote <laughs> here to go off. So Love it. I'm ready. I'm ready to fucking to to go back at it. You don't have to. You don't have to talk everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you take this first one then. All right. Well then, AEW announced Monday that they have signed a multi-year deal with Hot Topic. Now this is pretty big, folks. The deal will see AEW merchandise in Hot Topic's 700 plus stores and their website, beginning on Wednesday. To go along with the Dynamite premiere on TNT. So it should be in stores and on the website as of now, folks. Hot Topic has done some strong business with pro wrestling fans since they started carrying merchandise for The Elite, The Bullet Club, and others from New Japan and more just a few years ago. And those... Shirts were the highest selling merchandise in Hot Topic at the time. Yeah, that's super badass. And I mean, you could, I, I would, I would probably tip the hat to, to the elite 
for bringing independent wrestling to to Hot Topic. And so oh, it just yeah. makes sense. It just makes sense for them to have this deal. And that's awesome. And it makes it so much more available to the people who want them who don't necessarily like to shop online. I know that's me. If I want a shirt, I want to go buy it and I want to wear it now. You know what I mean? Right. Or if they just don't want to look through your pro wrestling tees or other random places and just go to one stop place to shop. Yeah. Although you got to come to the terms with yourself being a 30 plus year old going into hot topic, but that's on you. Well, I mean, online is what I mean. You can go just <laughs> online to hot topic and get, you can get your anime shirt. You can get your all elite shirt and you can get Nightmare your Ozzy Christmas, Osborne buddy. shirt. All in one. So, uh, <laughs> it's such good shit. Such good shit. <laughs> Chocolate shit. Oh, I loved SmackDown before the new theme song even played. Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon had to come out and say, Welcome to SmackDown. <laughs> and that was all they did. <laughs> I believe it. Just go away, Vince. We didn't need that. I just I, I and they spent the whole episode of SmackDown too trying to trying to introduce all these wrestlers like nobody's ever seen them before. Like shut the fuck uh- up. A lot of the people watching probably hadn't seen him, so... Hey, I'm happy for my grandpa. He gets to watch wrestling on a weekly basis for the first time in, like, years. Probably close to a decade. There you go. Yeah. I'm I'm happy for him, too, because I remember uh, when he came down, and I don't even remember if it was a birthday or a holiday or what, but you and I sat down with him and watched some wrestling, and he was really fucking getting into it. He he, he loves wrestling. I mean, he's the reason I watch wrestling from, from a child, right? so... You watch wrestling from a child? What, do yes. you have a child come and hold a TV for you? Exactly. Awesome. No, the, the, the child watches it and then translates it in front of me. I have to see it live, like in person, to understand it. You know, in some states, that's illegal. <laughs> Just want to let you know that. Uh... Folks, I apologize if Fat Max sounds a little off uh, this week. I... Besides everything else in the world going to shit, uh, my computer is still going to shit, so I'm recording off my phone, so I do apologize for that, folks. Probably isn't the uh, most quality sound you've ever heard from our shows, but probably not the worst quality sound you've heard from our shows either. (laughs) Right, right. And at least we give you good quality news throughout. Ah, Like this. On the most recent MLW media call, MLW CEO Court Bauer talked about a relationship between AEW and MLW, saying, People probably want there to be some animosity between our two organizations, as that is the kind of history of wrestling where you have to go to war and stuff. That there has to be some weird tension, but there isn't here. Funny story. I've been interviewed by media once or twice. I've been given these loaded questions where they were hoping I would smash AEW. But my response has always been to give my genuine feelings and fondness towards Tony, Cody, and the guys. Guess what? They never ran those quotes. I guess it's not as sexy. But the truth is, I really want those guys to succeed. He went on to say, Is there going to be some big world war between promotions? Maybe that's where this goes. Maybe it doesn't. Are there other strategic alliances? Maybe there are. Maybe there aren't. But I know that the fans will enjoy this so 
that so the media and maybe a few companies, but I really have to say Tony Khan is a great guy. So is Cody. I genuinely like all of those guys right now. It's been great. He's just saying, please don't steal Sammy Callahan from us. <laughs> I, I apologize, Pacey. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Whoa. I know. <laughs> All right, then. But you handled the news just fine. So I um, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to fix it for me? Because um, yeah, it doesn't seem you. to work great on uh, Xbox. Um. <laughs> But no, that that is awesome. It's great, especially in this landscape. And we've been talking about this for months now, actually, how certain, uh, you know, all these promotions, certain ones are, are kind of coming together and making their own little clicks. You got Ring of Honor in New Japan, and you got Impact Wrestling and, um, and AAA and MLW, and you've got... WWE is now working with uh, various uh, European markets. They're also working with Gabe Sapolsky out on the West Coast. And it's it's kind of it's cool to see that they not everybody has to hate each other. There doesn't always have to be a quote-unquote war. Yeah. Unless you're uh, Triple H and, and Cody. Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know what? I mean, that's they a just, lot. Of they, they love it for the sport. You know what I mean? It's the sport. Well, I think there's war. a lot of personal animosity between those two as well. You know what I mean? I don't know. You don't think of, they like, were hanging out business, at Ric Flair's birthday party? You know what I mean? I bet, I bet they're fairly cordial. I, I'm willing to bet there's sly jabs like there is in, in, in the, in the performance aspect of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I I think I I it seems like to me at least that both per, both of them personally do not like each other, but that could just be them playing their characters well as well. Oh, so funny on the NXT pre-show cuz I watched that too because it was like a big thing. Triple mm-hmm. H is like uh we're we're going to bring you the best product possible and for all you channel flippers we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> like he was totally talking <laughs> to Cody cuz he knows that they'd be checking in on NXT to see how they're doing. Right. Uh, Oh, and I suppose we have to mention that WWE actually congratulated AEW on winning the ratings war the first night. Yes. With a slight jab saying that it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, but yeah. And that's true. But yeah, (laughs) it 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 definitely was big of them. But the only reason they did it is because it was big of them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. They did it. They did it for points. Of course. They didn't do it out of the goodness of their heart. They uh, did it because everybody was going to be talking about it anyways. Yeah, they had to beat and everybody. If they to brought the it up before AEW. It makes them look like the bigger person. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of kind Please. of the, the the Trump way of thinking. Ha 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 ha. Uh. <laughs> but Pacey, that's about <sighs> all. Surprisingly, that at least I know of this week. Well, for we did talk about beforehand, too. It was just announced, Cody announced, that the dark matches for oh, Dynamite yeah. will be airing starting next week as its own show. I think it's just called uh, AEW Dark or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. We like that. Yeah, I, I do. I do like that, especially since... 
I don't. They didn't really feature a lot of people because AEW is going to have longer matches, so they're not going to feature as many people on each show. So yeah, give the dark matches some spotlight right off the bat too, and I appreciate that. Don't wait half a year beforehand. Get it out there right away. Do it. Why not? If yeah. It fails. It and so fails. AEW AEW Dark is going to be a YouTube series, and Tony Schiavone is going to be the host. You can't go wrong there. And for the first episode, they're going to have Darby Allen versus Shima, Lucha Brothers, Jack Evans and Angelico versus Private Party and Best Friends, Britt Baker and Ali versus Penelope Ford and B. Presley, and Jurassic Express taking on SCU in the main event of AEW Dark, premiering this Tuesday. God, that sounds like a good card on that its own. Like a, yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a show. <laughs> That's not bad at all. Oh, when, you're, when your uh, secondary show has, you know, Pentagon, has SCU, has Britt Baker, Penelope Ford, holy shit, yeah, that's, and hosted by Tony Schiavone. Yep, and, you know and, and it's recorded before and after the show, so you probably won't have to listen to JR announcing. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. I might watch this more than I watch uh, Dynamite, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I'm just so excited for all wrestling. <laughs> wrestling is, oh, it chokes them up, folks. It yeah, chokes it does. Them up. It does. Wrestling really is definitely in the best spot at the end of Raw it's ever week. been in. <laughs> and Pasty, I guess that brings us into the uh, Savage Sentinel. Yes, it does, Fat Mac. Woo! So as uh, as you may have noticed already, folks, with SmackDown moving to Fox this week, the show has been removed from Hulu. What? Oh, no! I didn't notice that because I've been watching through other means. Huh? <laughs> Users will need to subscribe to Hulu Live to watch the show, which starts at forty-four ninety-nine a month. Fuck you! Price tag. <laughs> All right, Randy Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Add to this, Fox and Dish are currently involved in a dispute, and the network is not airing on Dish or Sling. This is bad timing for WWE, who is aiming to make a big splash in this big new pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty four ninety nine is a is a large cost to bear. Although I did get queued in this week, um, Slingo, whatever Sling, Sling. Sling. Yeah, they had the the they had the live TV packages. If you get the blue package, you can watch almost all wrestling that airs on TV weekly with that blue package, and that's only like twenty five bucks a month. Oh, that isn't bad. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I think it's worth it. If you're going to go that route. If you have to pay more to watch wrestling, pay less. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> get get a VPN and get fucking whatever it is they use in the UK. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> go the cheap route. As cheap as possible. Especially when it comes yeah. to WWE. Fuck that. I wonder, does they that mean NXT... Is NXT going to be, well, I guess it's, it's probably off Hulu too. I would assume so. I guess I don't know. I haven't checked. I'm assuming it's off of WWE Network. 
It um it could also it could also turn out where WWE Network gets the episodes the day after they air. We're, yeah, we've talked about that. What in the was past, holding? And it would be who nice was, if they did what that. was holding them up on that? Yeah. So it, it would be nice for sure. <laughs> um, something else that you can actually find on WWE Network, though, Pasty. Yes. WWE has officially announced that 205 Live is not going away yet, but instead will be moving to Friday nights. The show will still air at 10 p.m. Eastern Time after SmackDown on Fox goes off the air and take place in the same arena as it did when the blue brand was on Tuesdays. But this is a funny conundrum because they've already taken the Cruiserweight Championship to NXT and renamed it the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. So 205 Live will most likely be a championless show. Well, either that or they will defend the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what they're planning. I mean, all signs, we've, we've been talking for a few weeks about 205 Live being a dead show, and it was going to be off the air pretty soon. And then they uh, then they do this, and you're kind of like, what are they I doing? Think, I think they know that if they, they stop 205 Live, they're going to have to give the X to about half the roster. Yeah. And they know they're going to have that WWE fire behind them. You know, you leave WWE, you go anywhere else, you're a megastar. Bigger than you were in the WWE. So yeah, yeah. So this is probably them just trying to postpone that for as long as possible until they can find the places WWE, for everybody. Yeah, they'd rather have people not on TV at all, not working, but under contract, or on a show that nobody watches and under contract, rather than on somebody else's show. That's yeah. kind of where they're at right now. They're willing to pay people to sit at home and not wrestle just so they're not on somebody else's show. Which is just, it's And if terrible. they could afford to do it, mm-hmm. I, well, it's not horrible. What if somebody paid you to sit at home and not work? I wouldn't, bitch. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> you know? By I'd the way, like, yeah. go to patreon.com slash cloudstyle <laughs> and support us so we can live that dream too. Please. Please. God damn. Smoking Joe just started his Patreon. I slyly was like, good luck with that, buddy. He's already getting like 500 bucks a month. Like, fuck Not you. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love him. Uh. Well, Pacey, with WWE, AEW, and Impact each starting new TV deals, it was only fitting one of the oldest pro wrestling organizations ever joins in on the excitement. That's right, folks. The Mr. I Smash Pumpkins all year, not just the day after Halloween, Billy Corgan and his National Wrestling Alliance announced a weekly television show that will be taking place on Tuesday nights, dubbed NWA Power. The program will be shown at the classic wrestling time of 6.05 p.m. Eastern. I love that 6.05 is the classic time for wrestling. Oh, that's just... (laughs) Have you seen their so setup too? Their setup Easter. looks straight out of the early '80s. It does. It's and I like it. It's beautiful. Like it. It's like it's like it's like uh, uh, sitting down in front of an actual NES console. That's what it feels right? like. Right. That's going to be starting on October 8th, folks, on NWA's Facebook and YouTube channels. So it's free as well. You don't have to sign up to any goofy services. So now you got wrestling on Tuesday night. I mean, wrestling's just everywhere anything you want ever like we said it's the best time to be a wrestling fan yes 
And good for them. Good for Tuesday Billy nights. Corden, good I for won't have to itch and scratch on Tuesdays anymore. Good. You won't have to. <laughs> I liked it a lot when all my wrestling was just clumped up into a few days at the beginning of the week. <laughs> yes. According yeah. to David Bixenspan of Forbes, an update on the Bixenspan. docket for the Phil Brooks Scott Colton lawsuit reads dismissed by stipulation or agreement. This appears wow. to have been initiated by Punk on Sunday. It was confirmed by Carrie Stein, who is Cabana's lawyer, that the lawsuits had been settled. According to PW Insider, both CM Punk and Colt Cabana filed for the dismissal of the case with prejudice. However, there was no financial settlement and both parties agreed to drop their cases. With prejudice is a legal term meaning both parties will not be able to refile the case against each other over the same issue. Now that the dust has settled, though, it still doesn't look like their friendship will be doing too well. Judging by the reply Punk made to autistic Colt Cabana fan on wrestle, on Twitter, when they when said fan mentioned the exhaustion, stress, and sadness the lawsuit caused, Punk responded, "Why did he ask to settle then? I wanted to go to trial, play stupid games, win stupid prizes." By enjoy donating to the eventual woe is me go f- fund me account, he sued me. He wanted to end the dumb shit he started. I asked to speak to him, he declined. I asked to enter mediation, he declined. I offered money, it wasn't enough. I never wanted any of it. He's as greedy as you are ignorant to who I am and fooled by who he is. Okay, so I just want to point out that he called a Jew greedy and an autistic kid ignorant. Yeah, That's the best phrases to use there, punk. <laughs> Mr. Brooks. <laughs> he's got the best words. Oh, he's got the <laughs> best words. Mm. And he's coming to Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he still seems like quite the prick. He hasn't left my prick list yet. <laughs> Isn't that why we love him, though? I mean, um, I've always loved him because he's outspoken. Yeah, but there's outspoken and then there's prick. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I can be both, and sometimes I don't know that I can't, you know, filter the difference. I'm not going to lie and act any different. But I'm also not chewing out autistic kids about what kind of pro wrestlers they enjoy watching. That's kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I want CM Punk and Enzo to have a Twitter war. I think that would oh be my amazing. God. <laughs> that would be the best. The only thing that would be better is if you could get Trump involved. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, Punk walks out winner, no matter how you cut that. Right? I don't know. Does Trump lose? I don't think so. I don't. I I think he's about to. Trump always wins. (laughs) Uh, Not saying I like it. You know what is horrible, though? Kind of off subject, but but what we were just talking about. I've started uh, rewatching Celebrity Apprentice. And I love the show, and I love Trump on the show, and I just hate that that's our president because he's good on that show. But I watch that show, and I'm like, 
he's playing the same character as president and that's right. not cool that's because that's just him that's <laughs> i know i know it's horrible like when you were watching the show you thought that was a character right. he was it was playing, fake. and it was yeah. fun and enter, you know entertaining but now it's like i think that's just him <laughs> and the show's still entertaining and i hate that i enjoy watching it but i do enjoy watching it and i still watch it yeah that, that's just that <laughs> Uh, well, Casey, I think we as we Cummings. depart from the politics, it's time for comings and goings. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Basically, Major League Wrestling has signed A.J. Kirsch to join Rich Buccini and Tony Schiavone in its broadcast team. Kirsch, who, by the way, has five consonants next to each other without any vowels separating it, which <laughs> in my book should be illegal. Right. First began his career as a professional wrestler in 2005 and competed on the West Coast Wrestling Circuit. He was, a ca- he was cast as a contestant on WWE's Tough Enough Season 5, and then he participated in TNA Gut Check Contest in October 2011. Kirsch was also the winner of The Rock's Rock the Promo, a 10-episode promo competition series on Rock's YouTube channel, and he most recently voiced Buzz, the lead protagonist in the My Career mode of WWE 2K19. Port Bauer said that he wanted to add some youthful exuberance on the headset, and that's why Kirsch was picked. That's funny. Guy just tries his whole life to be a wrestler, and they're like, ah, not good enough. Not good enough. You know what I mean? He goes <laughs> yeah, to all these competitions. He He's like, it's not going to work. But <laughs> but you can talk about people that actually get to live your dream. How does that sound? <laughs> How about you voice a, a fake animated character living the dream you want to live? <laughs> right. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get, pal. Let's be honest. It's more than some people get. Right. Honestly, I mean, I guess that when you look at that whole resume, you can look at it as a failed wrestler's career, or you can look at it as a successful wannabe wrestler's career. Right. Maybe all he wanted like to do was talk. Maybe he failed at podcasting. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's more than a lot of people who wanted to be wrestlers could say about their lineage, you know? Yeah. He's been on WWE. He's been on Impact. He's been in a, in a real wrestling video game, and now he's on MLW. I mean, if you just look at it that way, that's successful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's doing stuff. At least he's not working a, a normal 9-to-5 job. It's a dream to follow. Yeah. You, and it's pretty cool. They can't all be The Rock and Stone Cold. Right. You just can't. Yes, that was the quickest installment of comings and goings with one story that we've ever had on B-Sticks Podcast. But so folks, Pacey White has beat got that coming and going in the bedroom many times before. <laughs> it's a goal. I like to set the bar. <laughs> you know, some for some people it's a marathon. For Pasty, it's a sprint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that tweet from WWE really struck home. <laughs> Except opposite. <laughs> Yes. So let's get into this week's shortest ever injury report. Which we love having super short injury reports. Yes, that is a good thing. That's a great thing. Yes. 
Ring of Honor World Champion Roosh and Bandito weren't able to compete at Saturday's Death Before Dishonor Fallout television tapings. Bandito wasn't medically cleared to wrestle because of a knee injury, while Roosh was out due to an ankle injury that he suffered while catching Matt Taven at Friday night's Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. Just let him drop, buddy. Just let him drop. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I would have. Man, and to round it out with the quick shit, we're going to have some quick WWE Hell in a Cell predictions as we see four matches announced for the card. Whoa. Woo! Whoa. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. In no what do you particular think the, uh, What do you think the main event's going to be? I think Rollins, Rollins Fiend? Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yep, and I hope... Uh, I got these two theories. I got the theory that either, you know, that goes to such such a brutal extent that the match can't continue because Rollins just can't function. But doesn't end in a disqualification. You can't do that. And, like, the Fiend just, fiend just slips So it ends away. in a no contest, you're saying, or what? <laughs> yeah. Or okay. the Fiend does win it, and then we go to Raw on Monday... And Bray Wyatt comes not on Fun House, Fun uh, Firefly Funhouse, but he's actually backstage trying to give the title back to Rollins, saying, "I can't control the Fiend at all with this around. I don't want it." And so I he like that. I like gives it up, but as soon as he does, the Fiend goes after the Rollins. Fiend takes again. over. Yeah, and so so like whoever the gets the there. championship becomes a victim to the Fiend, whose lust is only for the gold, but but actual Bray doesn't want to have it. I dig Which, that. I don't like the uh, no contest thing just because I'm not a big fan. Hell in a Cell, yeah, yeah, even though it McFoley doesn't always, died, it should have yeah. a, well, it should have a, a definitive ending. I mean, it just mm. should, that should be what a Hell in a Cell is. You know there's going to be a definitive ending. There's been a lot of cases where it's not, but those cases bother me. I just, I hate thinking of the Fiend with the title because eventually he has to lose it. Right. And and I already think they're they're doing this fiend shit too much. Yeah, I mean, you and I both said we'd we'd only like to. He's literally attacked he's Rollins getting... on every show since he said he was coming after him. Yeah, he's already oversaturated, and that's this like is the Undertaker kind of would do the shit with the lightning strikes and the shit where you don't. Eat. Undertaker's not even there; he's just fucking with you. Yep, I feel like they should have done that with the fiend. More than they have been. Although although I'm still counting, like, nothing counts until after this draft next week. This is all still fantasy, fun time booking. Right. And nothing counts. But isn't that WWE always? (laughs) Hopefully until next week. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that changes. Uh, So let's get into it. We've got DB, Daniel Bryan... Teaming with R.R. Roman Reigns, I'm not sure what that's about. Taking on the Bludgeon Brothers, who I think are no longer called the Bludgeon Brothers. No, no, they're just Rowan and Harper, and Which and is Rowan because that was the best thing they both had. And this whole thing is Daniel Bryan's pissed because Rowan lied to him and, and went behind oh, his back yeah. to attack Roman. But I think that this I is a very long that. story, and I think Daniel Bryan turns on Roman here. 
And like you, you really thought I wasn't the one behind it. You fool, you know. And then he rises up, and then you could even eventually tie all that back to Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, where Daniel Bryan has maybe had some kind of um, sense since he had joined the Wyatt family way back in the day. Maybe there's just been that part of him. him Yeah, yeah, back of his skull or something. Yeah, and I would rather you do that with Bryan than just doing it with Harper, Harper and Rowan. Yeah. So I'm going to say Brian and Roman lose. Okay. Well, I'm going to say uh I'm going to say the opposite. I think uh the Knights in Shining Armor are going to win. I think Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns win. Although I like you your story, I don't think it happens here. All right. I do like what you're saying though. I I I dig that. And that's that's the best thing cuz I'm not even though I'm not watching this, I still read up on what's going on, and I'm really not into this Roman Reigns was attacked, Eric Rowan maybe, maybe didn't do it, maybe did do it, Daniel Bryan is a heel but pissed that Eric Rowan ran over Roman Reigns even though he's a heel, but now he's a babyface just because a babyface got hurt by a heel. I don't even get that. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Yeah, that's my sentiment. <laughs> and then we've got the second ever uh, women's Hell in a Cell match. Seeing Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch defending her title against Sasha Banks, which wasn't this the first Hell in a Cell match, too? It was. But um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the boss takes out... Uh, the man and becomes Raw Women's Champion here in Hell in a Cell. Honestly, I think so too, especially since they still keep pushing that, like, Eddie Guerrero is her biggest inspiration. I feel like this is, it's the perfect time for her to win due to nefarious means that are legal. So, I'm right there with you. Wow, I didn't expect that, but that's cool. I'm tiring of Becky with the title. She she was much more entertaining chasing the title. And like I said, there's going to be a draft, so everything can change here. I don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. They, they could end up stripping everybody of their titles and restarting it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we've got the Universal Championship Hell in a Cell match. Seth Rollins defending versus The Fiend. Ah. <sighs> Hey, God damn. I don't want to predict oh. this one. <laughs> it just hurts me to do so. Me no want predict. Oh, no, I, I just want, want to know finish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know who I'm picking. Are you picking Rollins? I'm not. Believe it or not, I'm thinking both. I, I must, I'm under the assumption especially with everything changing and getting revamped. I think Rollins and Becky both lose their titles here. I think Bray Wyatt gets it as the fiend. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I know surprising folks that um, Bray is a transition champion and doesn't hold it long, but I would love to see him hold it long. I just, they've never done Bray right in the past. I don't see them doing it now. Yeah. I hope they do, but that's just, (laughs) I'm jaded. I'm sorry. I'm jaded. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the fiend gets it. Bray Wyatt gets it. What if they 
What if they took all the ch- in the draft? What if they took all the championships off of all the champions and had them just up for grabs again? Isn't then you could I have the fiend here. Yeah. Didn't I just say that? Yeah. Okay. But it was my idea. You know, they did that at least once in WCW, and most people hated it, but I actually liked it. It was just start with a, a clean slate. Just everybody stripped to your titles, have a couple tournaments and, and random shit, and uh, start all over, fresh and clean. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Who you got, then? I, I'm, I'm saying Rollins. I don't want okay. to say Rollins, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then we've got the, the newly announced main event for the pay-per-view. The SmackDown Women's Championship match. Seeing Bailey taking on Charlotte Flair once again. Who you got, Fat Mac? Um, In all honesty, I'd, my mind says Bailey, but I think if I'm assuming that both Seth and Becky are losing their titles here. I think, you know, I'm going to, I think Charlotte's going to lose, but she's on the, I mean, I think Charlotte's going to win. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think Charlotte's going to win is what I'm trying to say here. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to, even though, even though, you know, you wouldn't think everybody's losing their titles. I'm going to say Charlotte wins it from Bailey. I think she takes it. With me saying that, I, I think that one of my three are going to be wrong. I don't think all three of them are going to lose it, but I don't know which one I would take that gamble on. So Right, so it's easier just to um, take the spread. Yeah. Well, I guess that I'm taking Rollins to retain it as my risque. And then uh, tiebreaker, how about more than two matches added to card night of show? Uh, do we think more than two will be added? Yeah, that's the thing. I'll take, I'll take yes, that three or more will be added. More than three? No, three or more. Okay. You said, You said. what did you say? More than two. More than two? Yeah. Isn't that three or more? I just said it in a different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, sometimes, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. you can always get technicalities and wording things differently. So yeah. That's why I try to word it, Goofy, more so I can argue two. you when it comes. <laughs> right. That's not what I said! <laughs> really, what I said, sir, was... When I said three and then two, <laughs> I said both three and two, which meant two could have meant three. Two minus three was one, so if it was one, two, or three, I got it, sir. <laughs> some Paul Hammond shit there. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then I just want to talk a little bit about NXT before we hit the road, seeing as we're we coming should. in at under an hour this week. Ah, uh, NXT... This week was the equivalent of an NXT takeover, in my opinion. Nice. There was some some good shit. They um flipped it last minute, and the main event ended up opening the show, which is understandable if you're trying to take ratings from right. from AEW. You want to get it at the you head of the show. Strong. Yep. And it's the head of the show that matters the most. So what they did was they put the main event at the beginning. Got it to where the whole match was commercialless and it ran for at least a half hour. And that was Adam Cole versus uh, Matt Matt Riddle. And it was amazing. 
And then they also ran 15 minutes over knowing that AEW was going to have a replay as soon as they ended so that they could get get the people who were casually tuning in to USA for the next show interested in the match. Yep. As well as fucking over the second rerun of AEW. Yeah, which didn't work. It didn't work this week. <laughs> but it was very smart on their part. Yeah, it was cer- certainly strategic. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. We also saw um, which... Finn Balor returning home to NXT. Yay. I'm and happy. he's got his eyes set on Adam Cole's championship. And then at the end of the show, as Adam Cole is uh, congratulating Fish and... and, and O'Reilly. Uh, O'Reilly. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Yeah, on their victory and retaining their tag team championships, Tommaso Ciampa comes out and doesn't take his eyes off of Goldie as he walks around Adam Cole before locking eyes with Adam Cole as the show comes to a close. Yes. Which Can we have great. a triple threat match? Or do we do it one on, one-on-one matches in succession? I, want I don't it to know, be triple but I'm threat. excited for either one. Honestly, I also see uh, DIY taking on um, Cole and and Balor at some point. I because I could oh, see Balor, I could see Balor to join Undisputed Era in a second. I could, but like I mentioned, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I like the fact that Undisputed Era is all former Ring of Honor guys, and I'd love that to stay that way. I'd yeah. love it to continue to be just for former Ring of Honor big wigs. Kevin um, Owens. Kevin Owens, you could see it as, yeah, because he's definitely a former Ring of Honor champion. Although he did so beat he Shane work. McMahon in the ladder match on SmackDown, so apparently Shane McMahon is the one out of WWE. Why this match has happened seven times without anybody actually leaving the company <laughs> is beyond me. I know, right? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, NXT definitely, definitely, definitely had the show of the week. Best show you could possibly watch this week was NXT. But you just can't, you can't fight against new. And even though NXT is newly on USA, it's an old show. It's a show that we all know. And yes, it's gaining new people, um, but, yeah, this was the very first ever AEW Dynamite, and they've been killer on the promotion. I think I don't, I don't think there was any way outside of Hulk Hogan appearing, and even then maybe not with NXT winning. Oh, by the way, I do appreciate go, as well that, that Dynamite's color scheme is like teal, yellow, and pink, which is bizarre for a wrestling promotion, but it makes which sense. Which is not... Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hearken to any other wrestling promotion. Right. And it, it, I to me I guess it shows like you're you're supportive of your women's division by having the pink in your color scheme. That's racist. <laughs> I I honestly preferred the black and yellow that they'd done a lot of times, but that's just because I love yellow and black. So Yeah. Um I, I do want to bring up though, and again, I didn't watch it, so Pace you might have to help me, not sure. But did uh, SmackDown completely screw everybody on um, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and um, who was the other one who was supposed to be there? That no, that was all up? on Raw. They were all on no, Raw. But, the Rock yeah, was I on know, SmackDown. But, 
I know, but and um, the Rock came out and got the got the crowd to start a new chant for Baron Corbin because he's they, a super um, tough guy or a super tough dude. But they announced all them guys on the first episode of SmackDown on Fox, and from my understanding. You got to see Hogan like in a backstage skit, maybe. No, Hogan, Hogan Cold, and Flair like, in the audience or something. And then there was who was the other guy that didn't show up at all that they had promoted? I like, don't. Screwed, I'm not like, sure because I think this is all misinformation because they were no, all. No, they. I know they, they were on Raw, but they were all promoted for SmackDown. We all seen the commercials that were promoting the I SmackDown didn't. on Fox, and they were all these guys were supposed to be on there, and. Um, from what I've heard, from what I've read, like everybody was saying, where the fuckers never showed up. Nobody's seen them. They were, I just think they it's stupid. On. on Raw, they showed up and they started this competition where it's going to be Team Flair versus Team Hogan. That's the one thing I'm kind of. And you think that would for. be cool? I would be cool with it if it was for Survivor Series that was coming up, but it's not. No, it's, but for, it's for the Crown Jewel. It's for Crown Jewel, and so we have to Which, have this match twice within a month's time frame. But that makes sense, doesn't it? Because that's what Crown Jewel is, is about the, the old-time big names. Yeah, but they don't celebrate Thanksgiving over there. Fuck them. Who says they don't celebrate Thanksgiving over there? <laughs> That'd be kind of fucked up, wouldn't it? If they celebrated Thanksgiving? If they yeah. gave thanks? What, if are they you trying celebrate... to say savages? If they celebrated white people coming over to America and taking savages' land... Well, there's a lot of countries that celebrate Thanksgiving that's just being thankful. <laughs> it's not so, about. So it's not we, about. We're the only. Ones we're the only ones. It. Yeah, we're the only ones that turned it into a fucking genocidal <laughs> thing. <laughs> that was just America, like uh, always. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just know that I know that I had seen all the promos for all of these big names that were going to appear. They said on the first SmackDown, Rock. Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, I know for sure were advertised heavily because I seen them on just YouTube commercials and other commercials. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's I, I can't think of who the other person was I've seen that said they were there. And apparently the people that watched it said, like Hogan was there, but he was like in one tiny little backstage segment. Stone Cold was like in the audience drinking. I think maybe The Rock came out and said something. Well, the Rock came didn't. out and did uh, d- him and him and Becky Lynch. Uh, dissed on Baron Corbin for a while. Okay. And then, they, yeah, The Rock called him a super tough dude and got the crowd to kind of begrudgingly chant STD at Corbin. And then The Rock said that's that everywhere stupid. Corbin goes, that's that's a chant that's going to follow him now. That's stupid. But the crowd was and like they didn't want to call Corbin an STD. And right. so they only did it a little bit and for a little while. Whereas in the Attitude Era, they would have said it before The Rock even got done saying super talented dude. They would have been chanting STD. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And he was sure. expecting that. And he, like he had to set the crowd up really hard to get them to do it and then count them in to starting the chant. And it was just like, oh. <laughs> you could tell he was really reaching. Uh... Yeah. The Rock did not, however, follow CM Punk's request and call him from SmackDown. I don't know if you heard that. CM Punk asked The Rock to call him. I did I did see that a while ago. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't going to. No, he didn't. He, he apparently only <laughs> calls when it's not invited. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. That's, uh, but yeah. 
that's the show for this week, and I expect a, a, a hefty show next week just as the wrestling continues to pour in and rain down on us as we've entered the promised lands, my friends. Oh, I, I just remembered, though, I do want to mention a uh, two-tweet for this week, and I could not do it All because right. it is probably the most heel two-tweet we've ever had, and it's done by one of the greatest heels of today, MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He put out a tweet that said simply, T-Pain greater than Tupac. Oh, Ooh. oh God. <laughs> Could you get talk more about, Talk about cheap heat. <laughs> I just loved it when I seen that. I was like, oh, my God. That's like T-Pain's a bit of a dated seen. reference. He could have done it a little is. bit better than that. It is, but... You but know. I guess nobody would say that. And if he would have posted, like, Migos greater than Tupac, there would have been a bunch of people been like, yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody's going to defend that one. <laughs> I'll always come to defense of T-Pain when he's rapping. I don't know. Most people have only heard him sing with auto-tune, but the dude can rap. He's auto-tune shit. Yeah, he can. He just chose check out to. Check he out the song Mr. Rapping. Downtown when he was a rapper before he picked up the auto-tune and became famous. Fucking... Yeah, he made money by not rapping, so you mm-hmm. can't dog a person for that. But <sighs> all right, pasty. I think uh, I appreciate everybody dealing with my bullshit this week and us having a short show and me having some not great quality, but uh, audio. But you know, yeah, I think it was a quality show. Beyond all of that, I think we got through a lot of solid news in a short period of time, and I think everybody can be happy. To go on their ways on this Saturday with everything they need in a nice little pod snack package. Mm. All right, folks, I'm going to get out of here. I got to pull out some steaks for dinner. Yes. A little baked potato on the side, some sweet potato poontang. I cannot do that. I am sorry, my friend. I'm sorry as well. So all you out there in Radio Land, have a steak and homage for the Fat Mac. Do it for me. Do it for me. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Beef out.